Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, hello, hello, hello. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And thank you for listening. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are lucky enough to have this program aired every Monday from 2 till 3 on Radio Italia Uno here in Adelaide, and then it's podcasted. And we are lucky to know that we have over 30 countries that are listening to this podcast. And um, I was going to say 30 people, but I know it's more than 30. <laughs> we have people from 30, at least 30 different countries, and I know it's growing all the time because what happens is we are lucky enough to have people at different universities around the world who are studying and listening to this program on podcast, thanks to Podcast City and Ron here, who does a great job every week for me. And what happens is uh, it doesn't matter where in the world they're studying, they always seem to be coming from somewhere else in the world and they've got friends or relatives or somebody who they recommend the show to. So I just want to say thank you very much to a couple of people that have recommended our show and have said to people, hey, listen to this because this guy was on or this lady was on and she was very, very good. And I got some um, some more messages uh, these last couple of weeks from India, the people... There was a lady on the show here and I asked her what she did, what was her businesses and what, what did she do before she's, what she's doing now. And she said, oh, I did this, I did that and I did that. And then I said, well, hang on a minute, let's go back and tell me about this business or tell me about that business. And when she explained what businesses she had tried and a couple of them she was very successful with, but she got bored and a couple of others, she, you know, the point was she was one of these ladies who went from one shiny thing to another shiny thing to another shiny thing and couldn't seem to settle down. And it was interesting. There are a lot of people out there like that that will go from one thing to another to another. And that can be very easily fixed with a bit of counselling and coaching, seriously. But I've got a couple of friends of mine who do coaching and counselling and we did some recommended them. And by talking to this lady, she's now found her purpose and said that this is what I want to do, this is what I, and I'm going to stick with it. And she's become very, very, very successful. Just in the last six months or more, she's become uh, extraordinarily successful. And some of her products and services are being sold overseas and she's made huge contracts over there. And she'll be coming on later in the year or early next year on our show again. She she couldn't believe the change that's happened. But what was what I'm saying is that Somebody had listened to one of our podcasts about one of the businesses that she had started and said, oh, that's not a bad business. I'd like to start that. So they re they started it and did it where they live. And then they told some friends of theirs in India about it. And this lady in this village in India has started doing that. And then four or five other people in the same village worked together. So all of a sudden they've got this little mini enterprise with a whole lot of ladies doing this business. And they are doing very, very well for themselves as well. And this lady wanted to send me an email to say that if, if it wasn't for my show, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing and making such a big difference to their village. And I just said, look, you know, I'm so blessed that I'm able just to bring these people together. So it's not about me. It's the, the guest that I have on the show that is really all about it. But today, 
My special guest is somebody special and near and dear to me. And I want to talk about what he's been doing in the past and what's happening at the moment. And I, I do want to be a bit controversial or at least have my say, you know, and then you can all tell me what you think next year or, <laughs> you know, when you, when you hear the podcast. But look, my guest today is Jonathan Mann. Jonathan Mann is a chiropractor and I've known him all, all his life and I can say that quite uh, categorically because he just happens to be my nephew. But uh, welcome Jonathan, welcome to Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio. Oh, thank you Peter, thanks for inviting me on. Yep, Uncle Peter to you. Uncle Peter, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, call me Peter. <laughs> it's okay, I'll, I'll, I'll use your official title, Sir yeah. Peter. <laughs> And don't be cheeky. God damn, these nephews are cheeky. <laughs> it's hard to get a good one, but never mind. <laughs> Jonathan, you, you've been a chiropractor now for quite a few years. Mm, yeah, um, and, and the fact is that I just wanted to mention the fact that a lot of people run a practice and run like, you know, just one or two practices or one in one district, one in another or something like that. But at one stage, you actually started and ran with a group of uh, others the biggest chiropractic clinic franchise or group in all of Australia. And I believe at the time it was one of the biggest in the world. Well, yeah, we, we had um, several practices. Yeah, we, yeah. We, um, we, I, After I graduated, I borrowed some money and bought a practice. Yeah. And then my, my best mate who was, um, he was a chiropractor, we graduated together. And he didn't have a place to work at the time. And someone offered to set him up in, in a country town. Yeah. There wasn't a chiropractor, which they may needed a chiropractor quite desperately. And so... Yep. Because I had a bit of a cash flow, I said, "Look, I'll, I'll we'll, let's do it together." So we set him up, yeah. and he did very well, very quickly. And then we thought um, there, there are other country towns around the place, and so yeah. we did. We, you know, spent went to Wyala and Port Augusta and across to you know Western Australia. Yeah. And lots of little satellite practices. Yeah. yeah, actually, for the for the people that don't know, in Adelaide we we have a population of about two or one and a half million people in the whole state. So we're not a we're we're a huge state territorial wise but we're not a very um big state population wise so you know if you want to migrate migrate to adelaide south australia's not definitely desperately need a lot more people and it's the best city in the world we've just been voted the uh, one of the best cities in the world to live and um so you know there's lots of beautiful places around south australia but wayala is over 300 kilometers away from the capital uh cow is another 40 or 50 kilometres away from that and uh, Port Lincoln and uh, places like that where Jonathan set up practices is quite interesting because a lot of doctors, a lot of people don't like to go to country and you went country but you put other chiropractors there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. once we had several practices, we couldn't run them all so we, yeah. we employed a lot of chiropractors at the time. So yeah. yeah. So not only did you employ a lot of local chiropractors but I believe you actually imported a lot of people, didn't you? Yeah, there's a. Are um, they still allowed to do that? Yeah, yes. There's there was a shortage, and probably still is a shortage of chiropractors to some extent. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and a lot of people like to stay in capital cities. Yeah. And so, um, part of the solution we came up with to find chiropractors to run practices was to um, sponsor people from overseas, mostly from the from the USA and Canada, basically. Yep. So you sponsored people from uh, America and Canada and, and came here. Mm, yes. And they had to stay in a country town for a little peri period of time before they were allowed to it wasn't, move. It wasn't so much they had to. They just yeah. that, That's the agreement they that's had the with us. That's the agreement they had, yeah. And they, um, yeah, they, they 
mostly honoured that agreement, and when yeah. they didn't, we found someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, there's an opportunity for professional people to come to Australia mm. or come to Adelaide and look for uh, a practice that will uh, employ them or have them here. Well, there is for sure, and yeah. The, and I yeah. think that still applies with doctors. I know that the, a lot of country towns don't have doctors. I know a lot of uh, well, that's bigger true. areas, you know, some areas don't have enough mm-hmm. doctors. When, when I, uh, one of the practices we worked in, and it was in Kimber in South Australia, mm-hmm. and um, they had a medical centre there that was really well set up, had um, uh, four consultation rooms, and they had one doctor who used one consultation room. <laughs> and so they were very happy to let us yeah. use two of the other ones. Yeah. Um, so you use half their practice. <laughs> we use half the practice, yeah, because yeah. I couldn't get any more medical doctors up there. And they yeah. certainly couldn't get any other chiropractors or physios or any of that nature. So mm. that, that happens. It happens, certainly happened a lot then. Yes. Um, and it's still the case now, significantly, but not as much as it was then. Yeah. And this is like 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So in other words, in the last 40 years, you've gone from uh, owning one of the biggest uh, chiropractic um, groups in in Australia and, and I think one of the biggest in the world and what I want to say is that this is alternative thinking this is like smart thinking this is from Adelaide here's a, a place at the time we probably only had a million people less less than a million people and he comes up with an idea and and works on it and and did very well for himself and the, and the practice and employed a lot a lot of people and made it possible for people in remote areas and small country towns to have the practitioners that they needed. So you know, I've got to you know, I really do admire that, Jonathan. And I, thanks, you Billy. Know, thanks no, I mean, that. I think that that's you know, you've done really, really well uh, for yourself, but you've also helped a lot of people. Yeah, actually, we were able to help a lot of people because, as a lot of those country towns just don't have. Um, you know, if we weren't there, there weren't other chiropractors yeah. there. So there, um, there was nobody there to help mm, them, and that, they would have to go the mm, three hundred kilometres or six hundred kilometres or, or yeah. nine hundred kilometre round trip. Mm, you know, yeah. that's that's like people in other countries can't understand that. I'm mm. sure because I was yes. talking. Look, I was talking to somebody the other day if, over the weekend. That people were saying how they're allowing people from Europe to come into Australia now to visit and stuff like that, and they were saying when they were in Italy. They could travel from north to south and, you know, like in a day or less than a day, they'd get from the, the mm. bottom of the boot to the top of the boot in, yep. you know, nine, ten hours, whatever it is now. And on the other super highways that they've got can do it less. Yes. You know, yep. and the, the guy was telling me from Poland, he goes across to France and, and back again, you know, like, you know, over a weekend, you know, there's no big deal, you know. And, yep. and the travel, like we go to Melbourne on a Friday night and come back on a Saturday. Yeah, that's you know? right. And Melbourne's like five, uh, sorry, 800, 900 kilometres away. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. and, and we're still in only one state <laughs> or Ab- two states, you know. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. you know. It's a, it's a huge country. Australia is such a huge country and we are so remote from, from everywhere that people find it hard to believe that we travel – uh, three hours and we're still on the same drive. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and yeah. The, and on the same main road, you know, and they yeah. travel three hours and they've gone through five countries. <laughs> yes. You know, so that's hard for some people yeah. to understand. Yeah. But Jonathan, the other thing that I want to talk about is what did you learn from doing that? You know, like as a businessman, you know, like you said, you come out of college or university and and studied chiropractic. Who helped you, or what? Who? You know, who gave you ideas? Um, where did you pick up your mentors? Who were your coaches? You know, yeah, um, yeah. I, I had an uncle who yeah. who was prepared to um, back me financially, mm-hmm. and also, um, yeah, he, he was probably more amb- 
more ambitious and more experienced than me, and that was mm-hmm. probably the a lot of the motivation behind yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Did you use like other um, mentors and coaches? You know, like you know, obviously a lot of the businesses that I say that that talk to. They, they don't have the right partners around them. And when I say partners, I mean extended partners, like yeah. the right lawyer, you know, the right legal people, you know, the, yeah. to, to do all the contracts and all that sort of stuff, the right mm. accountants and, yeah. and financial planners and, you know, and other sorts of things like that, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think partly, um, y- you know, um, uh, my grandfather, which is your father, yeah. he always said, experience costs money yeah <laughs> so, so i think that um you know a, a lot of times you sort of you start heading down a path and you don't really know where it's going to head or what 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 the final solution is going to be but if you know if you if you if you know ahead of time all the problems you're going to face you're probably never never going to start yeah so, <laughs> so basically you start and yeah. then you solve problems as you go along and so um and you learn a lot you know you get the wrong accountant or you get the wrong advice or you make mistakes but as long, I think it's okay as long as you learn from them I mean mm. some people say you know I've been doing this for 30 years and they assume then that they, they must be good because they've been doing it for 30 yeah. years but they can be making the same mistakes for 30 years it doesn't mean they've learned anything so as long as you learn from it yes and the other thing that I think that helped me is I, I did read a lot like mm-hmm. I know sometimes um, you know the, uh, a lot of the self-affirmation books and mm-hmm. um, books on um, personal growth etc some people make fun of them yes they say they're not they're very good or whatever and to some extent, they are. A lot of them are cliched. Same old, same old, same old, same old. But still, but I stand a, by them. There's a, there's a lot of wisdom yeah. in, in yeah. you know if you if you're prepared to read them and look at them and take what is useful for you. There, you can gain a lot from from reading yeah. books and yeah, and, you can gain a lot from yep. reading books and listening to podcasts and listening to people who've um, and, and you know you might listen to something and ninety percent of it is irrelevant or doesn't yes. make much sense to you, but 10% can make a big difference to you. So, Well, that's what I've always said, always said. You know, if you're listening to something, um, you're listening to this podcast and you find something interesting in it, please share it with somebody else. Let them know. And that's why we're growing into 30-odd countries at the moment mm. because, you know, there was somebody we spoke to at one university uh, studying business and, you know, and accounting and somebody was studying something else and he said, oh, you should listen to this. This guy was talking about that. And all of a sudden they've switched over to listen to it and they have – flicked it over to somebody else you know and that's how we grow and that's what mm. um you know we've had interviews with people over the phone or you know c- communication with people over the phone and 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 zooming and all of a sudden we we find that there's you know five or six other people listening to it in five or six different countries because they're also students at that university from uh, relevant countries you know or different yeah. countries yes, yes. but look um, we're going to take a break now and we'll come straight back after this break. So uh, I've got Jonathan Mann with me at the moment who is a chiropractor and we talked about how at one stage he ran one of the biggest um, groups, the uh, chiropractic groups in all of Australia and I believe at the time it was one of the biggest groups in the world. Our independence is everything. Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active, ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. 
Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website braziermobility.com.au Brazier Mobility, creating independence. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1800 852 772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au Better, better, better for life. Merry Christmas, everyone. Radio Italia Uno would like to sincerely thank all of its listeners for their passion and their love of our community radio station in 2021. And we want to reward you. From now until Christmas Day, we'll be giving away Christmas gifts to our lucky listeners. The 12 Days of Christmas Radio Italia Uno gift giveaway. All you need to do is ring our studio number 8212 3599 when you hear this message from Father Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas to all of the wonderful, wonderful Radio Italia Uno family and all the very best for the new year. And remember everyone, make sure you eat plenty of pasta and pizza over the festive season. Merry Christmas! So be listening for Father Christmas's Christmas message and when you hear it, call us on 8212 3599 to win your Christmas gift starting on the 14th of December. The 12 Days of Christmas Radio Italia Uno gift giveaway. Thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno in 2021. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, and thank you very much. And thank you for listening and thank you for uh, hearing us on Radio Italia Uno and, of course, on podcasts through Happy Business Radio. But please, like I always say, please support the people that support us. I mean, we've had a whole lot of people this year who have been our sponsors of the program, sponsors of the, of the Radio Italia Uno. And if you have a product or service um, that you want to get out to the world, please let us know. We, we are giving really great specials. We've been bending over backwards, especially to help people out of COVID and into the Christmas season. 
And uh, during January and February, we're going to continue with some great specials for advertising. So if you want to advertise any product or service, please get in touch with me, get in touch with the station, and we'll help you. And of course, support the people that support us. That's the best thing we can do. Ask you to help the people that help us. And we're, we're talking today with Jonathan Mann, who's a chiropractor, and he's, he's in a stage of his life now where he's, uh, you know, worked really, really hard for the last 40-odd years, and he's able to retire, he's able to do what he wants to do, you know, rather than what he has to do, which is never easy, because a lot of people have been in business for 30 years, 40 years, and doing the same old, same old, and nothing's changed. And then you, I often talk about a plumber that's got the old 20-year-old ute tied up with duct tape and the string and ropes. And then there's another van right alongside him, which is a brand new shining van. And that's part of a franchise, which is like 40, 50, 60 vans on the road, you know. And I'm saying the only difference between the guy that's got a 20-year-old ute driving around, uh, being a plumber or a tradesman or whatever, uh, compared to the one that owns the franchise and has all these brand new vehicles, is... There's something that this guy is doing that the other guy is not doing or something the guy's learnt that the other guy hasn't learnt yet. And that's it because, I mean, uh, every person that I've ever spoke to or have ever asked me to counsel them or coach them or people that I've coached, not one of them said that they wanted to keep working. <laughs> every one of them said, yes, I would like to be able to retire. I would like to have had 10 cars, 10 houses, you know, a village or whatever, you know. Uh, instead of just one house in the village. You know? <laughs> but they said, I never knew how to, you know, and that's just it. So we're here this year, we're here to help you. Happy Business Radio is really wanting to have as many people ask me as many questions as they possibly can so that I can help them or put them onto somebody that can help them. Now, talking to Jonathan here. So Jonathan, how old were you when you came out, approximately when you came out of uh, college? Uh, I was 21 when I graduated. Yep. You're 21. So from th this is important for the people listening to this, right? Jonathan was 21. He came out of college, learnt how to be a, a chiropractor and had no previous business experience, right? So that's essentially correct, yes. So you had no previous business experience, but you listened, you were I, open. I, I, I used to sell chook eggs to my mum. Yeah. <laughs> I was very eggs. enterprising. Enterprising. He had, a, he had a couple of chickens in the backyard that he used to sell the eggs. So that's, that's his whole extent of business. And, and unfortunately, you didn't have many mentors around you at the time uh, growing up or whatever to to learn from you know like some people are lucky enough to have parents or grandparents or other people around them that uh, showed them how to be business you know you could learn like the rich dad poor dad book you know yes. uh, that sort of thing or and people have seen other people do it so they say oh I'm going to try it as well but at the time uh, the reason why I'm trying to get this point across is because a lot of people think you have to come from money you have to have a great education you have to do this or whatever but you can learn everything you need to know oh you can yeah isn't it as long as you've got the ability to learn experience teaches you a lot yes yes and and as long as you're open and willing to listen to people who can give you the advice yeah oh, yes yeah. you know i mean i've i've heard people say oh look my brother-in-law told me you know i shouldn't do that and i said oh what does your brother-in-law do you know who yes. is he you know yeah. and then i find out he's um working in a factory and he's done that for 40 years <laughs> well I, I guess part of the trick is you can get lots of advice you've got to work out what advice is worth following and what's not worth following so yes yeah. well it's like what you said about reading books you know when you read um 
some of these books, you know, and a lot of them are same. With all due respects, they are. You know, they tell you how to motivate yourself. They tell you how yeah. to be motivated or whatever. But it's same old, same old. Yeah. You know, and yeah. but in Thailand they say uh, same, same but different. <laughs> same, same but different. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So what happens is um, every one of these books are the same, but they're different because they relate to different people. And I can tell you, I've been working a lot through Asia and Southeast Asia, and I've got, uh, you know, my Chinese brother, my Chinese brother lives in Borneo, in Malaysia, and. When I was speaking to him about reading one of these motivational books, he said, oh, yes, look, I bought that. He said, I don't believe it, don't believe it. No good, no good, no good. I said, okay. And then when I was talking and uh, came along to a couple of the seminars that I was running up there, and he said, oh, that's very good what you say, very good. I said, yeah, it's all in that book that you don't want to read. He said, what? <laughs> You're joking. I said, no, it's all in that book. So he read it. He said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read it. So he read this particular book that he had there and he said to me he only read like the first few chapters and he just couldn't go any further but at that time he read all those first few chapters again he said you know there's stuff there that weren't i didn't see last time mm, he said right. i didn't see i said oh okay and then what happened was later on he read a few more chapters and then he put the book down again yeah. he said nah nah he said i you know just just too much but by um, being associated with me, by having his own business, by running his business, by employing people and going through the pain of having to sack people and having to re-employ people and, and wheeling and dealing, all of a sudden he said, yep, and, and coming along to several of the seminars that I was conducting at the time, he said, you know, he said, I read that book again. And then what I said to him, I said, okay, I said, how much have you read? He said, no, no, this time I said, I'm going to read it all. He said, I'm going, to, I'm going to make myself read it all. And believe it or not, he read it all. And after that, he had no problems understanding it. But he said to me, no, this time I'm going to read it all. I'm going to read it all. He said, I'm going to make myself read it all. So he actually did. You know, he read it all. And, and then I said to him, you know that part there on chapter 5 and then, and, and then again in chapter 10? I said, he said, he said no. He said, was that in the book? I said, yeah, it was in the book. And he actually got the book and we went through it one evening together, you know, just very quickly because I had been to all the seminars and I talked to it. And he said, oh, he said, this can't be. He said, I read this book. He said, but I don't remember this part. He said, I don't remember this part. And I said to him, and this is very important for everybody listening, sometimes you hear but you don't listen. You know, you're not actually listening. You can hear the traffic outside. You can hear a siren. You can hear the birds chirping. You hear this, this, and this. But you're not actually listening for those things. And if somebody said, can you tell me what you're hearing at the moment? All of a sudden, you go switch to hearing mode and you start to listen to what is voices or what sounds are coming in. And all of a sudden, you think, oh, my God, I can hear this. I can hear that. I can hear that. I can hear that. You know, and all of a sudden, you hear a lot of things. But he was saying that there was actually... This chapter wasn't in the book. <laughs> you know, these five pages weren't in here. This story, he said, I would have remembered this story. And I said to him, no, this is what happens. You can only grow a certain level and your business can only grow as much as you know, right? And if the business grows more than you, all of a sudden puts pressure on you. Mm -hmm. And if you grow more than your business, you are always pushing and pulling and pulling and pulling to bring the business up, 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 up. You know, but if you learn a bit more, then it makes it easier to bring the business up. 
You know, but if you're growing yeah. and the business grows, you grow. The more yeah. you grow, the more the business grows. Yeah. And this was the point that he uh, he really understood that after that. And I said, you also driving around and you don't notice the buses or you're driving around, you don't notice the green cars, you know. You only notice the Mercedes and the BMWs and the Ferraris and, you know, you don't the, the old car you don't look at, you know. Or if you're driving an old car, you tend to notice all the old cars. You don't notice necessarily all these other cars until you get a Mercedes and all of a sudden there's Mercedes everywhere, <laughs> you know, and he laughed his head off. But that's what happens. And, and if you want to grow your business there's only two ways to grow your business first you have to grow yourself and then your business will grow or more importantly you have to employ somebody who knows more than you <laughs> you have to employ somebody who will grow your business with you or for you you know and yeah. put the right people in the right job that's the most important part so it's interesting that you said when you first left college you had somebody who mentored you who sponsored you who helped you um, to get into business and one of your best friends at college didn't have any money, didn't have much ambition, didn't know what to do and you said, hey, let's do this and he he came along with you and you, you both made a lot of money doing it. Yeah, yeah, look, it, it went quite well. We got along very well and that helped too. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's just it. I mean, if you pick a partner, you've got to pick a partner that you work well <laughs> with. You know, and this is the thing, sometimes, <clears throat> and now I'm talking about partners, not only partners to work with, like partners, life partners, business partners, um, but accountants, lawyers, people, the team around you, the team of people you have, you've got to work around them and work with them. Yes. So we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about the team you've had. And more importantly, I want to talk about what's happening right now in your life. Okay, okay. So sure. Yes. We'll come back and talk about that. Yo, ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite. Marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant. 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them 8232-3006 to book or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now thanks to Podcast City, you can record your own podcast and have your own on-demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist, 
or book a time to record your podcast. Call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Yes, thank you very much and thank you and thank you to all our sponsors Please Please, please support the people that support us because we here at Radio Italia Uno need as many sponsors as we can get and we thank every one of them for sponsoring us and helping us with the shows and we bring the best of everything to you. And, of course, uh, you can hear them on the podcast. Mine is on Happy Business Radio on Facebook and podcast you can hear it on any podcast uh, medium you, you want to use. And, of course, the other thing is if you have a product or a service that you want to promote, Get in touch with us. We Radio is a really good way of advertising. Um, and, of course, it goes out on all the shows and uh, during, the, during the week on other shows. And, of course, you can be a, a sponsor for a particular show or a sponsor for this radio station overall. Talk to us. Let us help you. And if you need help with your business, talk to me. Let me know. And like I keep saying, I may not be able to help you, but I will know who can. I'll find somebody for you. Don't worry. I've got more than enough uh, consultants and friends uh, in different areas and and um, we can help you. So that's what, you know, we're offering now. So the, my guest today is Jonathan Mann. Jonathan Mann is a chiropractor. Now, I know that a lot of people in some countries that don't even know what a chiropractor is and some places they do, you know. And um, I know that for a while chiropractors were... Um, fighting to be recognised, you know. But most people that uh, have been to a chiropractor swear by them and say how wonderful they are and how good they are. And I know Jonathan personally, um, and I know he's a very good chiropractor. But what I want to talk about, Jonathan, is from the time that you started your business, you, you grew very, very fast and your business grew very fast. You helped a lot of other people. You imported people from overseas, other chiropractors, and your practices grew here, yeah. in, here in Adelaide, around country towns, and also in Western Australia. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, you know, most people would think, even today, they think, oh, no, we couldn't possibly do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the things that helped me is that I tend to um, I tend to focus on what I'm good at and give jobs to other people. I give people, I say, this is your role, and I let them, let them do their job, and I don't interfere with it, I don't micromanage. Yeah. Because I think that I can... I'm I, I'm a chiropractor and I can do that well. Yeah. And so if I've got someone doing administration or someone doing accounting or someone doing whatever else, then that that's their job. And I and I I point them to that job and I trust them to do that job well. Mm-hmm. And I allow them to make mistakes. I accept the fact people make mistakes. <laughs> 
and that's important too because if you know if you jump on people and they make mistakes and they they're, they're not so confident in what they're going to do if you give them ownership of that role then then it becomes important to them to do it well mm -hmm. and i found that in, most of the time that works very well sometimes you, 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 you show poor judgment and pick the wrong person and they let you down but most of the time if you give someone an opportunity to, to do something and trust them they'll yep. they'll do the right thing by you okay yeah. Yeah, I think you, you've obviously done that very well because during your lifetime um, that I've known you, um, you, you've gone from college, you've gone to uh, becoming the biggest uh, group, chiropractic group in South Australia, one of the biggest in Australia, and then obviously one of the biggest in the world. And that's all started from here, from Adelaide. So, you know, you've got to be admired for that. And of course, if anybody out there wants to do that, Jonathan would be the perfect man to talk to because he's done it, you know. And now you're in a position where you you had your own practice. I mean, you scaled down, you know, you've sold all the other practices. You, you worked one very, very big practice on the uh, side of town and one side of town where you're happy to have and you've been there for a long, long time. Now, then you've actually, the other thing I've got to mention, you've got some staff that's been with you. <laughs> For forty years, yeah, we, we, our sta staff have been quite loyal. We, we um, you know, I think if you if you respect people and um, you try and be flexible and try and look at things from their point of view, then um, I mean, I, you know, the, uh, there's one particular person who I was in charge of making sure we had all all our you know soft tissue creams and paper towels and towels and mm -hmm. gowns and and uh, photocopying and. Etc. Mm -hmm. That was that was her role, and I just sort of jokingly said to her, "I said, look, I said, um, I need someone who I'm going to tell off if, if if something's missing. So that's going to be you." Yeah. <laughs> and then I gave her the job, and I didn't look over her shoulder, and I just let her take responsibility. I let her make mistakes, and, and when mm -hmm. she made mistakes, I didn't chastise her. I just, you know, um, if the mistakes were significant, then I would point out, uh, you know, I, I don't want it done this way. But uh, most of the time, I'd let her do her own thing, and she's one of the most loyal employees and and really hardly ever got anything wrong at all really did yeah. anything wrong at all and partly because she was competent but partly because i trusted her and she wanted to do the right thing by me well that's that's the thing you know a lot of a lot of staff um you know that do want to do the right thing and and do want to be happy at work you know and that's what we talk about all the time you know and i've got people that are saying oh i'm surrounded by idiots and i say no 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 you're the idiot that employed them yeah, you I know. think I think people who say I'm surrounded by idiots have to look at themselves sometimes. Yes, because uh, you know you have to say you know what am I doing wrong? Yes, and most of these people don't say that. They, they don't, and they, that's, they and that's think, why you know, they they repeat yeah, that. That yeah, just continues. It just keeps going and keeps going. The cycle, yeah. as part of it. The the other thing is, uh, you know, we talk about happy business, how to be happy in business, but how to keep your staff happy, the morale happy, and stuff like that. You every time I've come to your practice or talk to somebody from the practice i've always known that they're happy doing what they're doing yeah yeah that's really important that that environment yeah uh, that culture is really very important yeah. that, that just i think you know the as the business owner as i say if you treat people respectfully yeah and if you have a good attitude yourself that's the environment that's the culture you create yeah that's sort of people you attract and even and, and it brings out the well, best in people. I want to bring up the fact that you actually um, got to a stage where you've actually sold your practice. Yes. Right? You sold your practice to one of your other partners. Yeah. Um, he's taken over full control of the practice. Yes. And <coughs> people kept coming to you <laughs> all the time. And I remember you saying to me one time, you had to say, look, you know, he's the new owner. Talk to him now. Yes. And that was hard for the staff to um, take over initially. 
in, in some cases, yeah. yeah. In, in some cases, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, the other but thing that I want to talk about now, which is, a, like I said, is a bit controversial, but I need to raise it. I, I feel we need to raise this. You have been told by your association that because you uh, don't get vaxxed, you're not allowed to treat any patients. Yeah, I, I've chosen not to become... Yeah. Not to be vaccinated against COVID. I'm not. I'm not anti-vaccination. Yes. But I have chosen not to not yes. to take the, the okay. current uh, vaccines that are so available. So that's that's your choice. You know, that's, I, that's I, my choice. I, yeah. I respect people's choices. Yeah. yeah. But and, I, and just to clarify, it's not the association. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a government directive. A government directive. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, the this is what I don't yeah. agree with. Mm. I don't agree with that the people have to lose a job because of their personal choices. You know, like. Mm. Uh, whether it's their religion, whether it's their colour of their skin, whether it's their, mm. uh, you know, cultural background or whatever it is, yes. or their belief in, um, you know, being a vegetarian or not being a vegetarian or eating uh, certain things or not eating certain things. You know, like some people won't eat pork and some people won't eat beef and some people won't eat whatever, yes. you know. But the fact is we have to respect people's individual rights. I think, to, And a government shouldn't yes. force these things on people. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I um, contacted my local member of parliament, federal member of parliament, mm -hmm. and I, I was told, oh, "No one's forcing you to get vaccinated." Yes, um, but they're forcing you not to work. Yeah. See, now that's the difference. This is not yeah. fair. You know, it's not. I don't think it's fair, and I don't think there's enough people saying that. I think a lot of people are thinking that, but mm. nobody's actually saying it. I think we've become too compliant. We in South Australia and in Australia, we have become too compliant, and I think. That, that we need to talk about that more. We need to make our politicians realise that we're not happy mm. with what they're forcing us to do. Yes. A, a person should not be able to lose. If if we've got a, a COVID injection and then they say you have to have a second COVID injection so that you become fully vaccinated. So if a person is fully vaccinated, that means they shouldn't be scared of anybody who is not fully vaccinated. Yeah, you, it, it, I think, and it yes. it tells me something that it means that that fully so-called fully vaccination doesn't work. Well, I think it it certainly says that um, they're not confident that it works. Well, no, they're yeah. saying it doesn't work because they're telling us now that we need a booster shot. Yes, oh, every yeah. three months or every six months we need a booster shot. Mm. Now that yes. means that a person who's not vaxxed at all, I should not be afraid of them. Yes. If I'm fully vaxxed, I should not be afraid of anybody. Yeah, that, 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 would, that would make sense. If, if, yeah, if the, if but it the, doesn't yeah. make sense the way we're doing things at the moment. No. It doesn't make sense that I have to stand up and put a mask on when I'm sitting down, I don't need one. Mm. If I've got a glass of beer or wine or spirits or eating, I can not wear a mask. But if I'm not eating, then I've got to put a mask on. Yes. If I'm at a restaurant and I'm sitting at a table eating... I'm allowed to take off my mask. Mm. But as soon as I get up to go to the toilet, I've got to put my mask on to walk there and walk back again. Yeah. I think and we're all in the same restaurant. Yeah, I think to me the important point is that everyone should be able to choose what they take into their body and they have to give informed consent. Yes. And I do know for a fact that there's lots and lots of people who have had these vaccines who have not given their informed consent. Yeah. They had the vaccines because... Otherwise, they, they, would, their job. they would lose their job or they wouldn't be able to travel. They wouldn't be able to go into state and see their grandkids or yep. they wouldn't be able to you know, travel overseas. Okay. We need to take another break. We'll come back in, in a few minutes and we'll talk about that specifically. <music>
At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 83649477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Get ready, Australia, for the Now We're Talking show. I'm Cherie Rowett. I'm Susan Knapp. And I'm Elizabeth E. Lames. We have inspirational interviews, empowerment campaigns, and we love keeping the conversation going. Join us every Thursday at 6pm at Radio Italia Uno. 87.6 FM Adelaide. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Thank you. Thank you very much. And please keep supporting the people that support us. And if you have a product or service that you want to uh, promote, get in touch with me, get in touch with us, allow us to help you. 2022 is going to be a great year if we make it a great year. Or it's going to be a crap year if you make it a crap year. It's up to you. You can make it a good year or a bad year. It's all up to you. Let us help you and we'll have a really good year. Now, my special guest today is Jonathan Mann, who's a chiropractor, and he's chosen not to vaccinate. And because he's chosen not to vaccinate, he's not allowed to keep practicing his profession. Now, I'm actually... This is not the opinions of the radio station and it's these are my personal opinion that I believe that if somebody chooses to vax, good on them. If somebody chooses not to vax, well and good. I don't believe that we should be forcing people to vaccinate and if you are vaccinated, I believe that you should be happy that you're vaccinated. You should be happy and not scared of somebody who's not vaccinated. If anything, if you're vaccinated and the vaccine works like it's supposed to work, we shouldn't necessarily need booster shots all the time, but if we do need booster shots, then you're fully vaccinated. What's your problem? If the people that don't vaccinate, 
they are the ones that should be worried. And of course, check with your medical doctors. There are different reasons for the elderly to be vaccinated. There are reasons for travelling. And you know, I got my vaccination because I, I, you know, tossed a coin. But I also thought. If I don't get vaccinated, I won't be able to get the job that I wanted. I wouldn't be able to do uh, go and visit the people that I visit. I wouldn't be able to perform the things that I do. And I go to a lot of different meetings and I, I see people all the time. And as a professional speaker and trainer, as a coach, I have to talk to clients. I have to talk to a lot of people, uh, total strangers, as well as people who invite me regularly to do functions. So to do that, I needed to make a decision whether I... Uh, work or don't work, whether I go out and see people or not go out and see people. But that was my choice, you know. If it was forced on me, I don't think I would have liked it, you know. But unfortunately, Jonathan here has been forced by the association, by the medical government, if you would. It's a state government directive. Yeah, a state government directive that, you know, no job, no jab, no jab, no job. And I don't believe that that's fair. I really don't believe that that's fair and I believe that more people should say it because unfortunately um, we're going into an election early next year and everybody's going, oh, at the election it will change. But by the time we come to the election, they will change something, right? And then, of course, they'll, they'll still try and win their election on whatever they come up with. So I just think that we're becoming a bit too compliant. You know, we, Jonathan, I don't know about you, but I, I believe that we're doing things we're told too much and um, there's just some stupid rules, just some stupid rules about mask wearing, not mask wearing. You know, you can sit down and and not wear a mask and you have to stand up, you have to wear a mask. I mean, that's not practical and it's not uh, just nobody's saying anything about it, but everybody's complaining about it. But I I think part of the compliance is that um, the mainstream media are only presenting one side of the story. And, you know, there's all sorts of reasons why that might be the case. But so we're only getting one side of the story and we're getting a very... um, The side we're getting is a very frightening-looking side of the story. Yes. Rather than a a balance. And there's certainly not a balance in the way the mainstream media portrayed the whole... Because there are are some good reasons not to be vaccinated and there's some good alternative ways of dealing with the issue. Well... And and they're not discussed. And they're not discussed at all. So and and I think that's what... so, So everything we see on... On whether it's mainstream radio, television, newspapers, etc., it's it's all one message, and it's all very scary, and so that's why people are largely compliant. I read I read that there's this one state in India who have declared that there's no COVID in their state. They're using this uh, um, ivermectin. I, ivermectin, mm-hmm. ivermectin, and uh, that's a, a medicine that's been around for years, and it costs you know a few dollars a pill, and by using ivermectin, they have eradicated this particular illness mm. in their state. And that's a state of over 200 million people. And the interesting thing about yeah. that, Peter, is that yeah. y- you know about that. Most Australians wouldn't know about that. Like it's not, And, and that's the media's fault. You know, the media haven't said, here's an alternative way of dealing with this issue. And here's an alternative. Like, for example, as a chiropractor, I could do a rapid antigen test, which yeah. means that each morning or every second morning or so, I could go to work, do a rapid antigen test, which will tell me in about 10 or 15 minutes if I'm carrying the COVID virus or not. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, I could work. And if I do, I go home and quarantine. Yeah. But they don't give me that option. See, that's just it. I mean, the people people don't even know that you can do that. They say, yeah. oh, it has to be 24 hours or within 24 well, hours. Well, I'll most tell you. people don't know that. Most yes. people don't know about ivermectin. Most people don't know that there are some very good studies and lots of doctors and scientists who are saying that vitamin D makes a big difference to the 
whether you're symptomatic and whether you survive COVID, yes. COVID infection or not. Well, but but m most people do not know that, and the governments aren't promoting that, and that th there's there's something that's not right about the way this whole issue is being managed. Okay, well, the fact is this: I don't agree with it, and this is my own opinion. But I think that we should be allowed to take this ivermectin. I think we should be allowed to do what other people are doing overseas and in other countries. Yeah. And this second strain or third strain now that we're going into and we're running out of Greek alphabet to name them. Uh, the fact is that they were saying this is going to hit Africa and Africa's coming out of Africa. Now, I got news the other day from people in Africa saying nothing's happened. It's nothing as bad. And the, world, the rest of the world is not reporting it. Yes, yeah. You know, so... You know, I think I sent that on to you as well, that one news article. But I've, I've had several other news articles uh, from Africa saying it's not as bad. You know, they were saying that everybody in Africa was going to die of AIDS you know, back in their 70s and 80s and, you know, early 2000s. So I think eventually this particular strain of whatever it is, it's going to be in us. It's like people get the flu and they get a flu injection. Those that do want one, get one. Those that don't want one, don't get one. But it's not compulsory. And I personally don't believe it should be compulsory. I'm going to have to stop there because, but I'd be very interested to hear what you guys think. Send me an email. Tell me what you think. Tell me I'm an idiot. I don't mind. I'll talk back to you. Um, but I also believe that um, Jonathan is a chiropractor. He should be allowed to practice or at least he should be able to say, I'm not vaccinated. And if you're not vaccinated, come and see me. And if you're happy to see me, you know, they should be happy to see you. There's no reason why you shouldn't be allowed to practice. It doesn't make sense. And it, yeah, doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. It's not practical. If there's a whole lot of people out there who are not vaccinated, they should at least be allowed to come and see you. Well, even vaccinated and the others And the vaccinated people should have a choice. That's yeah, all. because, I mean, presumably they're, they're protected. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for allowing me to talk to you and listening to us on Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 till 3. And, of course, on Podcast City. Thank you for helping us podcast this, and you can hear it on your podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ron. Jonathan, thank you very much for coming in. You're my pleasure, Peter. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.